Hello and welcome to another episode of the Agile Recruiter podcast. It's a platform where I share my insights as a recruiter, while also learning from other recruiters, their achievements and the challenges that they face within the industry. Now, I've said it again and again, and in multiple episodes, every recruiter is struggling to find candidates at the moment, regardless of the industry that they're in. And as these roles do keep getting filled up, the shortage of talent keeps increasing. We're all seeing low volume of applications coming through across the board, and those who do come through are already engaged in multiple opportunities. So what happens now? Do we just give up? Do we wait for a miracle to happen that all of a sudden we will magically have a large number of perfect candidates apply for the role? Do we stick to a post and pray strategy? Or do we just put the role on hold? But we all know that that isn't the solution or the right approach. The role itself has been created for a reason. It could be an additional headcount because of growth, could be a replacement. The role would have certain deliverables attached to it as well as commercial goals. And the longer the delay in filling the role, the bigger the negative impact would be. So again, what do we do? We headhunt. So in this episode, let's have a look over some platforms, tools, their pros and cons, as well as the approach that I take that's worked really well for me. Now, a lot of it will be relevant towards the tech and corporate space. So going over the platforms. So the first one is obviously LinkedIn, biggest professional network out there. Nowadays, it's very rare to come across someone who doesn't have a LinkedIn profile, especially in the tech space. The second one is Seek Talent Search. Seek is the country's biggest job portal and everyone who's ever used Seek to apply for a job has got a profile up there. The third one I would say is Indeed. I've used it in the past. I believe it's called Indeed Employer or something like that. The fourth one I would say is Google X-Ray which is basically using Google to find relevant candidates by adding certain keywords and locations. So let's go over each of these platforms with some insights about them, as well as their pros and cons. The first one being LinkedIn. I would say this is the most relevant platform. Nowadays, like I mentioned, everyone's got a profile. And if you're looking for a certain type of profile with a certain amount, like certain skills, you will 100% find that profile on LinkedIn. I feel like LinkedIn is just the place to be at the moment, especially with a push towards creating your personal brand and a lot of people getting out there with blogs, podcasts, videos, and other things. So there's just so many things to connect over. There's just so many opportunities. Now, in terms of headhunting, you'll be using the tool LinkedIn Recruiter. It's got a great way to customize your search. A big thing with LinkedIn Recruiter is how you reach out to potential talent and what do you say in your message. You can't go with something over the top and you can't go with something that's just too simple. You have to find that sweet middle ground. So for example, if your subject line just says job opportunity and the message is just something like, I've got a great job, give me a call and we'll discuss further. That's just a bit too simple. Over the top would be a really out of the ordinary subject line, for example, like glass of wine or coffee or beer or shirt or something. And I've seen all of this in real life. And then have these really long messages, which are about three to four paragraphs long. And to be honest, they just seem frustrating to read through. A thing that you have to remember about LinkedIn Recruiter is that 
don't expect things to move really quickly. It is going to be a bit of a process. Starting a search, finding suitable candidates, making a list, putting them in a project, messaging them, and depending on your message and when they get back to you, it could be anywhere from two days to two weeks. And even when they do accept your message, they don't right away send an updated copy of their resume. They could just come back with, hey, and then ghost you for two weeks or reply after two to three days. So it is going to be a decent amount of time before you've had a conversation, you've properly screened the candidate and you've got an updated resume that you can share with the hiring manager. Now let's move on to Seek Talent Search. Now Seek is a pretty good tool. Every job seeker that has applied for a job through Seek has got a profile up there and is a part of their talent pipeline. Once a job ad is posted on Seek, it even recommends suitable profiles that you could go through. The good thing is that you can even see salary expectations mentioned on each profile, which actually helps a lot with your search. It also shows how recently a profile was updated, if it was updated six months ago, three months ago. For example, if it, if it was updated recently, you've got a good chance of engaging with them. But if it was updated 12 months ago or longer, I would just recommend don't bother with it. Another great thing about Seek is that you can just download the resume right away. It has, It is just so quick as compared to LinkedIn. You have the candidate's contact details. You have an updated resume that you could just send out to the hiring manager. Now, the things that I don't like about Seek is depending on the industry, a lot of people don't actually use Seek anymore or don't have a presence, especially in the tech space. LinkedIn is their go-to place. And you'll find that not as many people are on Seek as compared to LinkedIn. Secondly, a lot of the times the information is not updated. For example, if you do find a profile that's, that matches the skills that you're looking for and within the salary range that you're looking for, but when you call them, they can just go like, hey, yep, the salary range is not right. That part wasn't updated. The other thing that I've actually started to see is a lot of overseas profiles have started to put up their location as Melbourne or other places within Australia. So their profiles keep coming up in your search as well. Also, a lot of times people who update their profiles in the last three to six months have actually taken on new roles, but haven't updated their Seek profile. So when you call them to have a conversation, it ends pretty quickly with them just saying, hey, I've just taken on a new role. Now quickly going over the last two platforms. Um, now I don't know much about both Indeed and Google X-Ray. It's been a while since I've used them. So for Indeed, I would say it's similar to Seek where you have profiles that a recruiter can look into for suitability. Now, the two things about Indeed is, first of all, very commonly known, it is not a job portal. It is a search engine for jobs. Um, and to be honest, at the moment, it is not the go-to platform. So the quality and quantity of profiles is much less as compared to LinkedIn and Seek. I've used the platform way back when I was recruiting for contact center roles. And although I did find one or two good profiles, I didn't have a huge like I didn't have success that would actually make me want to invest more time or money into that platform. So I wouldn't recommend it. The same thing is with Google X-Ray. So when I initially heard about it, I was very curious about the platform and how it works. Basically, it's more about using 
the search engine to find candidates. Similar to a Boolean search, you're just adding in keywords, um, job titles, locations, and platforms that would actually help you find candidates. The con I would say is that it doesn't tap into any sort of secret talent pool. It's giving you public information and profile that it gets from LinkedIn. So I would say if you're looking at these profiles on your Google page, it just feels like it's getting a bit messy. And trust me, you would rather just deal with LinkedIn Recruiter. Now that we've gone through all of that, I would love to share my approach that has worked really well for me. So what I do is I utilize both LinkedIn Recruiter and Seek Talent Search. I actually start with just you know basic things, creating a project on LinkedIn Recruiter. And at the same time, going into the suitable profiles that have been um, suggested by Seek Talent Search. When I'm going through those profiles, I look up the names on LinkedIn. What this does is that it actually helps me to filter out people who've taken on new roles or people who are overseas. So at the same time, I'm creating a project on Seek as well. So I've got two projects, one on LinkedIn and one on Seek. So when I've added everyone on LinkedIn, I drop them a message. Usually, um, I get replies pretty quickly in a day or two. But even if I want to move really quickly, I do. I can. I, I have the option to just download their resumes directly from Seek. I would say it's a good place to start. It's a sort of a quick win, if you will. Um, the next step I would say is standard. Um, I look at all the profiles, I add all the skills that I'm looking for, I add them to my project, I send them messages, I have those conversations with them. And in terms of the message that I do send them, um, obviously I'm not <laughs> going to share that, but I would just say that when you're writing your message, just consider that it's not about you. Candidates or people move for themselves. So don't send them three or four big paragraphs telling them that how much money you've invested in certain divisions or the amount of growth that you've seen. I feel like at the start, all you need to do is engage them enough to have a conversation with them. And once you're having a conversation with them over the phone, then you could really sell the organization and sell the role. The other things that I do are, first of all, market insights, right? You could do these things in different ways. You could either attend meetups, go to networking events, um, to increase your knowledge of what's happening in the market, or you could just be active on LinkedIn. A lot of things, you'll, you'll actually come across a lot of things like information about if an organization is being sold, if an organization is facing a lot of losses, if an organization is about to go under, you'll also notice news about layoffs, uh, redundancies. So it'll give you a good idea of if you really want to have a targeted search of where to begin. The other thing I would say is always look for patterns in your applicant pool. And what I mean by that is let's suppose if you've got, you've posted a job and you've got 10 applicants from the same organization, then certainly there's something happening in that organization. And then that will lead you to take a more targeted approach and you could jump on LinkedIn Recruiter and start going through more employee profiles. Another thing that I do is I always look at applicant salaries. And what I mean by that is, let's say someone has applied for you for your role from ABC company, um, and they've mentioned their expected salary. Looking at that information, you could actually get an idea of what that ABC company or organization pays at that level. Again, this will help you with your targeted search. 
Um, another thing that I do is I really target startups. And what I mean by that is when you think of startups, especially in this uh, time, um, you think of all the cool things. They're doing a lot of things, right, in terms of EVP. They're having all of the cool things like really nice offices and things like that. But if a startup is like in terms of size anywhere from 15 to 20 to 25, you know that a lot of people are wearing multiple hats, that their role is not clearly defined. So once they do hit the 12-month mark, I've seen this a lot, that a lot of people then start to move to other organizations because they look for that structure. And don't get me wrong, a lot of people do still love that environment, but it is a great place to go if you want to have sort of a more targeted headhunt. Um, so that's the approach that I take. I'm sure there's a lot of different approaches that a lot of people take that works really well for them. If you've got any feedback, I would love to hear it. But winding up this episode, thank you so much for listening to the Agile Recruiter podcast, and I'll catch you in the next one.